Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Before, right after the writ was dropped, we were going to do a whole town hall radio forum right here at 770 CHQR headquarters for those vying for Calgary Elbow. And we had a whole setup all ready to go. It was going to go from 7 until 8.30. Danielle and Rob were going to be the moderators. I was going to be the, the audience host getting questions from those in the crowd. We had it all planned out. Then we get an email a few days. This is going to happen April 4th. Then we get an email saying, yeah, not happening. A couple of the candidates backing out. One, invo- one saying the value to door knocking our immediate constituency and meeting with and speaking directly with our Calgary elbow voters. There's more value to that than actually talking on the radio. That would have been Doug Schweitzer of the UCP. So we ended up reaching out to all the candidates again and saying, okay, well, we'll do one-on-ones with you all. Two said yes. This is a hot-button riding. We didn't want to uh, leave it waiting in the wings. So we're going to continue with those discussions now. We're going to start with the incumbent Alberta Party candidate, Greg Clark. He joins us now on the program. Greg, thanks for the time. Great to be here. What are you seeing as the number one issue as you go door-knocking around Calgary Elbow? Without doubt, it's uh, it's jobs, economy, uh, getting pipelines built. But I'd also say an elbow, and I think of the rest of the province, is uh, people are looking for balance. Uh, they want to know that they have a strong economy, that they can get back to work, uh, but also that we're not going to leave people behind, that we're going to have a strong education system, strong health care system, and then we're not going to question fundamental rights. Has that been a big issue going into this whole campaign is that it has been kind of polarized as being social issues versus the economy and you can't find any wiggle room between the two? Well, uh, yeah, I'd say more than sort of. I mean, absolutely. And and people I'm talking with feel like they don't want to have to make that polarized choice between caring about the economy at the cost of of people or caring about people or the environment at the cost of massive debt and deficit. And they feel like if they're choosing one or the other side, then they've got to give up part of who they are. I think it's absolutely possible, and the Alberta Party is finding traction, uh, because we believe and we know it's possible to have a strong economy and not give up your social values. Uh, And that message really, really is landing very well in not just Calgary Elbow, but I'd say around the whole province. On that economic factor, what do you think is going to be key to moving this city forward, especially when we talk about that downtown vacancy rate and, and the, the issues surrounding competitive, uh, competitiveness and, and that? How do we get ourselves out of this uh, ringer that we've been in? I think we need to create an attractive investment climate. Uh, We need to uh, fight for pipelines. Uh, We need to get energy investment back. And we need to diversify the economy into into tech careers, uh, into film and television, look at agriculture, those kinds of things. But all of that is enabled not just by solid tax policy. And the Alberta Party has a plan to cut corporate tax to bring investment back, to increase the small business deduction, to bring small business back into downtown and around the whole city and province, but also to make sure we have a strong quality of life, that we're not questioning fundamental rights and actually sending exactly the wrong signal to the kind of people that we need to build our economy here. Uh, We need to be open and inclusive. We need to maintain investments in arts and culture. Uh, It's not an either or. It's not economy 
or quality of life. Actually, I'd say high quality of life leads to a strong economy and vice versa. And that message of balance is what's really, really resonating with people here in Calgary Elbow. You mentioned that fighting for the province, and I've seen a couple of texts saying, hey, we need to be more uh, hard, hard line with other levels of government when it comes to the province. How would you personify the relationship that we have currently with the federal government and with an Alberta party in power? How would you say that would change? Yeah, look, no doubt we've got to stand up for Alberta, and we've got to bring people along in, in the rest of the country. Look, I, I think we should be appealing not to the politicians, but to the people in B.C. and Quebec and Ontario. I think we need to do a better job, both government and industry, of telling the real story of Alberta's oil and gas. Alberta's oil and gas industry is the most responsible environmentally, the most responsible socially, anywhere on earth. That's a Canadian champion story. I'll, I'll tell you, there's billions of dollars of investment, both private and public, going into environmental technologies to reduce emissions, to reduce the use of fresh water. That's a Canadian champion story that that all Canadians, BC, Quebec, Ontario, everywhere, should be really proud of. And the better we are able to tell that story, the more likely we are to get pipelines built. And hey, you know what? You also need to stand up and fight a fight and and uh, sometimes. And, and I think one really good example of that is Bill C-69 uh, and Bill C-48, the, the tanker ban. Uh, both of those uh, really hurt Alberta. Uh, and I can tell you, the Alberta party will stand up against those. I've stood up against those. Stephen Mandela stood up against those. Uh, so I think it's a balance there. Sometimes you got a, a little carrot and sometimes you got a little stick. I was going to say, is, is there a point where you're being overly confrontational for the sake of being confrontational at the same point time? Is there a point where you're being too nice when you're trying to sell your story? Well, listen, I, I think we, we, we should never be pushovers. Uh, but I think we need in Alberta with the rest of, of Canada, frankly, we need some friends. Uh, and I think that uh, it's not about kind of rubbing their, their nose in it. Um, I think we need to hit them with both facts and also appeal to their heart. I mean, if we would talk to the people of British Columbia, the people of Quebec and Ontario, they care about, I think, the same things that Albertans care about. We care about jobs and the economy. I know they do too. We care about the environment, and I know they do too. And I think the good news is, the actual fact is, Alberta's energy industry is incredibly responsible. We should be really proud of that. And probably we need to be a little less Canadian about how we beat our chest on that a little bit and actually be proud of telling that story. And I think the better that people understand that story, the more likely they are to say, yeah, you know what, let's build some pipelines to actually enable the literally billions of dollars of investment in environmental technologies that are happening in the province of Alberta, both private and public, that's going to help us solve some of the problems the world has. And that's going to create Alberta businesses and technologies that we can sell to the rest of the world. And that's going to help the rest of the world address some of these environmental challenges and diversify our economy. You mentioned some of the other things that you're hearing on the doorsteps, and one happens to be education, and I'm wondering what you're hearing on that front. Well, look, pe- people really care about a strong education system. I, in Calgary Elbow, we've got a couple of schools that are going through some uh, the boundaries of being redrawn because the schools are just flat-out full. And you know, people seem to have this sense that, wait a minute, it was the NDP who have been in power for the last four years. Why is it that our schools are falling behind? Uh, why are our schools full? And, and what's going to happen if the UCP comes in and on a, on a, a plan to, to cut even further? Uh, there's real concern there. And, and uh, that's one of the things I... Uh, focus on as the only guy running in Calgary Elbow who actually lives in Calgary Elbow. 
is the issues that matter to my neighbors are the issues that matter to me. So, so I think we need to make sure that if we're going to invest in anything in this province, it's got to be education. And I've got to say that is the number one priority for the Alberta party in this election is a strong education system. Is there something to be said for some sort of, I'll call it an audit for lack of better term of the education system to see where the money is being spent? Because there seems to be this perception out there that we're overspending on education or at the very least we need to maybe figure out where we can save some money. So is there some, some credence to that notion of, hey, being a little more transparent when it comes to uh, the dollars that are being spent on the system. Yeah, I do think we need to track the dollars, especially the ones that are allocated to classroom size reduction. At the same time, having now spent four years looking uh, very closely at every single budget that's come out, there isn't a huge amount of fat in the education system. There really isn't. There's a very close relationship between the amount of money that goes into education and the amount of money that shows up in the classroom. We can nibble around the edges and find, you know, a few hundreds of thousands or maybe a few million dollars out of this $8 billion uh, education budget on the administrative side and we always 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 have to be striving for efficiencies but there's no magic wand uh, there is no way of, of, of simply finding hundreds of thousands hundreds of millions or billions of dollars in savings here uh, we need to make sure that we're funding continued enrollment growth so class sizes don't get out of hand and we need to make sure we're continuing not just to build new schools which is very important we've got to maintain the schools we've got uh, and so that's a big focus for us in the Alberta party and the question of where you get the money for that is you make it a priority and you say this is going to be a priority for us we're going to find savings elsewhere in the system but we're going to fund education. We're going to continue this discussion with Greg Clark of the Alberta Party as we highlight Calgary Elbow heading into uh, tomorrow's official election, although so many people voted in the advance polls. Crazy. In an effort to make good on a all-candidates form that we were hoping to have here about Calgary Elbow back on the 4th of April, we invited all four of the uh, candidates to chat one-on-one. Two of the four said yes, So, and two of the four were also part of the the three of the four that wanted to be a part of that uh, forum way back when. Greg Clark of the Alberta Party joining us. And uh, Greg, I'm going to say three words to you, and I want you to tell me what comes to mind right off the bat. Springbank dry dam. <laughs> it, it, it's a critical project. Uh, if we don't protect uh, human life, uh, uh, remembering that five people lost their lives tragically in the, in the 2013 floods, and if it wasn't for the incredible work of first responders, it would have been a lot more than that. If we don't protect the livelihoods of the 100,000 plus people who rely on downtown Calgary, uh, boy, you think the office vacancy problem is bad now. Uh, you, you wait until we have another flood, and that flood is inevitable. Uh, we've got to protect river communities, small business, government investment all the way along river communities. And there are thousands, if not tens of thousands, of pages of, of engineering studies and expert analysis that show that the Springbank project is undeniably the best way to do that, uh, the most cost-effective, the most technically effective way of doing that. Uh, and uh, we, we absolutely have to move forward with that project and when we do that we've got to be fair to the landowners who uh, whose land uh, would, would be required for that project and it's one area i will give the government some credit for they've been i think fair in the land they've acquired so far and buying 20 percent of that land not just paying fair market value but doing things like moving heritage 
uh, ranching buildings that have been there for 100 plus years. That's part of the deal. Uh, the government's paying to move a feedlot operation, for example, for one of the landowners who sold their land for part of this. So I think there's both a financial piece, but the government's got to be fair in recognizing the heritage and history of these uh, areas. Uh, but it's absolutely an urgent, urgent project for downtown Calgary, uh, really for the whole city. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you actually applaud a government for doing something? Is that even allowed in this election campaign? <laughs> hey, you know, why not try something new? But I mean, look, look, it's, it's a great point, though, right? Because we're here now three weeks into an election campaign and all the every you know that both sides have been just thrown thrown rocks at each other the whole time talking about what's wrong with the other side not talking about what actually a they would do to make things better or b acknowledging when yes it is possible that uh that that, that a government can come up with good policy that i can get behind i look at some policy on both sides of the fence and i say i can get behind that um i think actually that's who we are as albertans it's a much better reflection and i think it would be refreshing for albertans to hear that a little more often from their politicians Oh, man, you're singing to the choir. I've been only, my mission to civilize has been going on for a while now. Uh, Greg, I do appreciate the time this afternoon. Thank you so much. You bet, anytime. Alberta Party candidate in Calgary Elbow and the incumbent, Greg Clark, joining us here on Calgary today as we continue to uh, highlight what is happening in that riding ahead of the vote official tomorrow. Will we have the results at the end of tomorrow? That'll be an interesting question to answer.